Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to start talking about reflecting on 2023. You know, we're at a point now where Christmas is fastly approaching. It's just around the corner. It sneaks up so quickly, and I think sometimes people... You do kind of sometimes get caught out that the year moves on so quickly. And sometimes, you know, we don't take that time to reflect back on the year of of our photography and how how we've grown as photographers. Um, have we hit the marks that we were trying to, you know, the goals that we'd set at the beginning of the year potentially? Have we been able to do those? So I thought this would be a good time to maybe have a chat and get people thinking about sitting back and reflecting on their own photography journeys for 2023 and look at some of the stuff that they've done. And one of the things I suggest to do is to maybe, you know, take out the pen and paper and just sit there and just start actually writing down what you've done with your photography, the types of shoots you've done this year. Maybe you've changed gear, maybe you've purchased some new bits and pieces. Add them all to the list because that's all a part of your photography journey. You know, maybe you did some workshops, maybe you did some traveling, could be other things that you might have done. You might have done some online study or some type of things. Include all the things that relate back to your photography journey all the things that you've done in 2023 and then once you've written them all down then you can go kind of look over that and feel how you feel about the year has it been you know have it has it been kind of the way you've um, hoped it would turn out maybe it's turned out a lot better than what you had wished for and other people might be saying no I didn't kind of hit everything I wanted to do and it can then help you I suppose form the basis for planning for 2024 it sounds scary these numbers like the way the years are just rolling on it's just incredibly (laughs) i don't know it just seems to be every year each year seems to go faster and faster and i think it's all because we're living busier and busier lives and we're doing more and more with our lives and i think when you're busy and time does go quicker it definitely does so if you're sitting there and you've got nothing to do time just seems to drag forever like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't get back to sleep and you look at the clock and you know it's uh three o'clock in the morning and you roll over and you lie there and you think oh, i've been lying here for an hour and you look at your clock and it's five minutes past three it can seem like an eternity but when you're busy things seem to move a lot quicker and like i said sometimes it's just good to sit back and reflect and look at things because it can help us kind of i suppose refocus our goals and our dreams for 2024 by using the information from 2023 to help to help us you know, guide that path and and do things. And not everything can go to plan because there's always curveballs. Like life always throws things at you that you can't see coming. As much forward planning as you love to do, but it doesn't always work out because, like I said, the universe sometimes has other ideas for direction of things. So sometimes you know things take a back seat, or some things are delayed, or you know variety of different reasons. So, like I said, I thought I'd kind of start probably sharing my reflection of 2023 I suppose where I've been this year with my photography and what I've done and I think back right at the beginning of the year it kind of kicked off with I was very much in the planning stages for the Brisbane Photography Festival which happened in June this year seems like that seems like it was a long time ago when that happened but it wasn't that long ago it was like five months ago and like again how that time just goes so quickly so like I said, my first part of the year started off like lots of planning, lots of meetings, lots of things I had to kind of pull together in, in that whole process of doing that. But in doing that, I still continued to shoot the stuff that I normally shoot. So 
I think you know, early in the year there was some fashion type shoots with some of the sip and shoot stuff which happened earlier in the year and that kind of followed through where I think every month I shot something around fashion or, or, or thereabouts as well as a lot of street photography and I think the thing was even though like I said I was busily planning for the photography festival there was actually lots of you know doing something a little bit different I was actually getting in front of the camera which is really unusual because I don't normally I'm normally behind the camera but I had to get in front of the camera to shoot a whole bunch of videos and it was a whole new learning curve because for years and years and years I resisted doing video and I hadn't really done much in the way of video at all um, just little snippets here and there nothing really serious to the point where I had to for promotional purposes and information purposes had to you know get in front of the camera and explain the you know what was happening and those types of things and trying to get people you know involved and excited in what was happening and that's a whole both that's a really great way to build your confidence as well because as you do more and more of that it does actually the confidence grows and I think the confidence it spills over to, into all areas of your life the more more confident you can get you know talking in front of a camera can actually help you in everyday life just talking with people and organizing deals and stuff like that because you can come across sounding quite quite professional and quite you know knowledgeable about what you're doing and it's always like I said it's always good whenever you're talking about something obviously to have your research and to do some do some different things and one of the things I did have to learn to do was to talk to the camera and that's a, an interesting thing. It just sounds easy. You talk to the camera. Yeah, you look at the camera and you say, hey, camera, what are you doing? But it's not really that easy. to trying to make it look natural and talking to the camera. And um, you know, one of the aids which we bought just uh, to use to make that process easy was a teleprompter. And for those who know what a teleprompter is or don't know what a teleprompter is, it's basically a mechanism that you can look at. You get a screen that you can look at and you can actually read off that screen um, but the screen is actually placed in front of the camera lens. So the one, the one that I purchased and used was one that actually uses an iPad and has a piece of glass that the iPad is reflected on and the camera sits in behind it and it has like a black hood over it and the camera shoots through that screen basically. So you, you, when you're reading it, you're looking directly into the camera lens. So you know it makes it look like, wow, he really knows what he's talking about. Are you just rattling that straight off? But it was um, with the aid of a teleprompter, which really helped, like I said, really helped build that, uh, I suppose, that skill to be able to do that. We had to shoot lots of different videos. And like I said, over the time, it just got, I think each time each time we did one, it got easier and easier because it just had a bit more a bit more experience. So I think that's a really interesting thing for people to do as well. If you do want to build confidence, try learning. I mean, even just like, and this is stuff that you never have to share with people, but, you know, set up a camera put on video mode, put on tripod and stand in front of the camera and just talk to the camera and just try and make it as natural as possible and then just try to, like I said, then go back and watch your performance you know, and then just work out how you can improve on it and those types of things. And again, just talk about something that you may know a lot about where you don't need prompting um, because no one's going to have the benefit of um, access to a teleprompter. So sometimes it's good just to even, yeah, it might be, just recite a piece of poetry that you know off by heart or it might be some other some quotes that you know off by heart that you can just talk to the camera I think it's a really great way of like I said building building confidence 
and like I said, just yeah, some just adding something different. And normally, like I said, as photographers, we actually are all happier on the other side of the camera, not out the front end of the camera. But sometimes this helps you grow as a photographer as well. So all these things are character building. So I think it's all worthwhile exercises. So as 2023 rolled on for me, I said that all that planning that was happening for the photography festival, and that was like you know getting the venue sorted. And you know I went and looked at quite a number of different venues and some of them had great features and that type of thing and some of them like I said unfortunately you know, maybe they had great features but they weren't available or they had some other other um, um, challenges around using that space and like I said eventually found one which was uh, the one which we used which worked out really really well and i um, really glad we found that and like I said my photography just kind of I tried to then just keep doing you know, my regular stuff that I do, I do a lot of street photography. So I'll travel into the city quite a lot, just spend maybe a couple of hours with the camera, wandering around the streets of Brisbane, photographing what's going on. And again, it's important, like I didn't want the, the photography festival to kind of take over all my stuff that I do for myself for photography. I didn't want that to kind of disappear. So I kind of kept doing that as well. And like I said, more and more, as we got closer and closer to the photography festival, there was opportunities to shoot more and more content for promoting the festival, which again becomes an important part of selling anything. So if you're selling yourself as a photographer, you do need to have some content about what you do. If that's the path that you're taking your photography, obviously if your path of photography is purely for your own self enjoyment, but again, I think it's always good to even think about making a, a you know, like a, a showreel of your of your work sometimes you know someone might ask you you know if you're a part of a club or something you might you know they might run a feature or, or whatever or you might be a part of a group where they run a feature so sometimes it's good to have a bit of a like i said a bit of a showreel of what you what you've done and some of your favorite stuff and even to the point of writing some stuff down a little bit about what you do and even like as an exercise for 2023 while you get the pen and paper out you know, just write down, just write down some of your your favourite things that you photographed in two thousand twenty three. Some of the highlights for you, some of the things that really, I suppose, sparked joy in your life of you know using the camera. And I think that they're really good to celebrate those milestones or those those points where um, those high points. I think we should also always celebrate things when things go our way and we you know enjoy doing something. Give yourself a pat on the back. I think that's you know recognizing that is is very very important again as part of that growth as a photographer and I think you know we don't do it often enough we can to kind of I suppose shy away from doing things like that but I think it's a worthwhile exercise so as the as the year rolled on and we got into into June and the photography festival was in full swing that was just like a, a yeah a whirlwind week of just photo activity like it was just so much stuff happening and again like stressful and enjoyable and a whole bunch of other things as well. It's really interesting because you do find out a lot about uh, your fellow humans. Not everyone shares the same ideas or or um, passion as you do. So sometimes you know people will um, quite often throw some really strange um, curveballs at you um, when they're put in a situation. Sometimes or sometimes people who have promised to do something for you have then not followed through on it, which was a bit that was a big learning curve for me, I suppose, that a lot of people 
were going to do stuff and then at the last minute they just didn't do it. Like they just disappeared. And again, that was really interesting. So really something I've taken on board to factor into planning for next year, for 2024, how I'll do some things differently and how we'll approach some things differently. And again, that's a part of that learning process of being able to evaluate what what's happened in 2023 and then be able to take that away and then use that to, like I said, educate yourself and help you in the coming years to, to do things. So after the festival this year, I mean, that was great. Got that out of the way. And it was really like, I suppose, I didn't, I think I maybe just had a bit of a downtime for shooting for a little bit there because I was pretty much burnt out. It was pretty much full on. But then kind of planned to try and the pandemic, it meant that moving around and traveling and doing things were really, I suppose, difficult. And now things are a bit more free and open. And so I think it was the first trip was organized trip to uh, Tasmania. And it was really about getting out of the camera and capturing the absolute beauty that's around. And somewhere like Tasmania is just such a beautiful place to visit. For a photographer, it's fantastic because there's so much diversity in the landscape that it's just photographs beautifully and you can you know see some incredible stuff so it's again well worth doing something like that because like i said as a photographer that's what we kind of love to do we kind of love to go out and capture some of that beauty so we can share it with other people so august was kind of that trip and it was like i said it was because i hadn't actually previously been there which again is always exciting when you go to somewhere where you haven't been before there's everything's new like everything you see is new and sometimes like yes you've seen you've seen the travel photos and you've seen other people's photos but there's nothing like being there yourself and actually experiencing yourself and sometimes it's not always about getting photos of everything that you see and sometimes some of those experiences I didn't even take didn't even take a photo just took in the surroundings and just enjoyed the scenery and that type of stuff took the pressure of and I think that's the thing you learn as a photographer over time is that you don't have to photograph everything, not everything. When you go somewhere, you don't have to photograph every single uh, aspect of that particular adventure. Yes, definitely you want to photograph some of the highlights and some of the things that you really enjoyed or some of the things that you consider that other people might find interesting. But there's a lot of other stuff there that, that might just interest you that you know, you can, you've got that memory of that because you've been there and you've experienced it and sometimes you just don't need to take the photograph. So again, but you get to know when those times are and I think that's kind of important lesson to learn as a photographer and kind of straight after the Tasmanian trip another trip was planned to Melbourne and Melbourne for people outside of Australia Melbourne is the capital of Victoria which is one of the southern states it's the right at the bottom of Australia and um, it was I suppose during the pandemic it was it was in the news for the wrong reason I think it was the most locked down place in the world i think that was i got this title during COVID. it was pretty difficult for people those down there trying to trying to manage life and and being in a lockdown situation but one of the things that melbourne has to offer is i mean it's an old city and it's a lot of old buildings but it has an incredible street art culture like there's so much street art in melbourne it's just literally everywhere to the point where like you know there's a street art trail where you can basically get a map from you know the tourist information center and you can just start kind of following this map and just immersing yourself in some 
amazing street art. And as a photographer, I mean, it's one of the things I really love to capture is street art because I just love to capture um, what's happening around. And quite often with the street art on the walls, there's other things that you can include into that capture, like the people who maybe in that area that people that might be posing there with you know taking selfies with the street art in the background or people are just kind of setting up these little impromptu photo shoots and using um, some of the street art as, as back, backdrops. And again, it was, that was a really great expose um, from, a, from, a, from a photography point of view. That was a really great exercise because, again, it was just no pressure just to get out. And it was about discovery as well because even though there was a lot of, like, documented street art there's a lot of undocumented street art so this is like you know there's a little laneway where someone starts painting and it kind of um ends up but it's not on the main kind of main tourist map so again that's one of the things that urban exploring getting out and just discovering that stuff that that is exciting as well so which is fantastic and i think the that kind of set the tone for the rest of the year with starting to do some travel and once the travel bug bites again you kind of it's hard to get past it because it particularly as a photographer i think photography and travel are just two of those things that just go hand in hand they just work so good together like you've got your camera there and you're out looking for new stuff the best way is to go to somewhere like i said with a whole bunch of stuff that you haven't seen before or the you know there's a whole lot of you know new scenery that you know it's different to where you normally live and i think that's kind of really exciting which kind of led me into then the last trip, which I'd briefly talked about in the previous podcast, but was New Zealand. And New Zealand was, again, an amazing landscape. I only did the South Island, which is, and I previously had been to the North Island. So, and I previously had been to the South Island, but it was quite a few years ago. So, going back and revisiting some of those places was really, really interesting because. Again, it's just such a beautiful place and, like I said, so accessible and so easy and it's like a photographer's um, playground. I think that's how you'd ex- – if you're – particularly if you love – if you love, um, you know, landscape photography, it is just absolute amazing place. So, again, just had an absolute, I suppose, joy just travelling around doing that and, yeah, just having fun there. And, and it kind of hasn't stopped because I've got one more trip planned this year, which is flying out to Singapore – and then jumping on a cruise and cruising up around just up above Singapore and around, and the surrounding areas up there, which is going to be interesting again because we've got a bit of a land component where we've got a few days on the land and we've got a few days on the boat and then back on the land again. So, again, it'll give me some opportunities to capture stuff. And I've been and photographed Singapore many, many times. And, it, again, it's one of those cities that has got some amazing structures. For those who've been to Singapore, they'll know some of the iconic structures like Marina Bay Sands and the and the electric gardens, the amazing big you know things that light up at night time and down by Bay by the Sea gardens and that type of stuff. And it's just really some really other cool stuff there. That you know again, there's a lot of old buildings as well, so iconic buildings there, and there's a lot of modern stuff there as well. But again, it's just a it's a beautiful spot again to photograph, and I'm really interested to see. Some of the places we'll go on the cruise and see some new stuff. So, again, that's what I suppose that's my last big photography adventure for this year. And then it'll continue to be until the end of the year, close out doing some stuff around Brisbane. And also, kind of one of the things I've been working on this year. And again, I think this is important to include in your list of stuff that you're working on or the things you're doing is 
the space where we record the podcast in the podcast studio, we've completely been revamping over the last probably five, six months, changing out the space and creating more shooting space um, within the building. So we've got going to have kind of two internal shooting spaces where we can do types of photography stuff, which I'm really excited. And one of the things that I've launched is for, I'm sorry to people who are outside of Brisbane, but I have created a group called uh, Photo Mission Creative Jams. And uh, the idea is I'm going to host some jams here. We're basically a, a photographer, like a creative jam is basically we get a bunch of people together, whether it be talent like models and photographers or other creatives to put together and photograph some stuff and have it where it's kind of pretty, it's pretty organic where it's just kind of on the day, let's discuss some ideas, set some lights up, get the cameras out and just take some photos and do some stuff. And, you know, we've got lots of props and stuff we've been working on as well. So we've got lots of different props that we can bring in and use. So it's interesting, I think, the idea of, I mean, one thing that excites me is for moving forward for 2024 that we're going to have some spaces that we'll be able to share with some other creatives and I'm really looking forward to that experience of just having other people come into the space and enjoying it but also bouncing off their ideas as well. Everyone has different ideas and, you know, together when you put a bunch of people together and they start brainstorming, they can come up with some amazing stuff. So I'm hoping in 2024 we'll really produce some really some really interesting photography will come as a result of that and it will be purely for fun like the idea is that it's meant to be photography for yourself so and again we've talked about on focus many times that all you know even though like and sprinkled in amongst the year that i've just discussed he's been some other work that i've had to do and again we do that because that's part of what we do but then also then there's but i'm really concentrating on i suppose on this review on on the fun stuff the stuff that gets me excited about picking the camera up and like i said i've got a lot of stuff planned for 2024 and like i said one of them is is those creative jams and like i said so if you are in brisbane and you like the idea you can actually look it's a facebook group so you can actually look it up i I made it a private group because i just think it's easy to control that way but you can definitely hit it hit it hit me up for a to join and like i said we're gonna you know the space is gonna only support a number of people at any given time so we'll invite people uh, who may be interested and we'll try and share that around a bit so we'll try and get some different people in at different times and like I said we've just investing in a whole bunch of new lighting for the studio spaces just to give us some I suppose just to give us some creative tools to work with and we've gone with the Aperture brand and Aperture don't sponsor or do anything but I mean kind of looked around and I kind of like some of their offerings that they've got and we're going with LED constant lighting, which means we're going to be great for doing video as well. And um, we're going to work on how we... And I've already used some constant LED lighting in some of the shoots we've done recently. And it worked really, really well. So again, it's just going to be exciting to see what we can, how we can use that and how we can get creative with it and um, what type of things we might be able to produce. So like I said, this episode, I just want, I suppose... Put the idea to people out there to just do a self-review of 2023 and write some stuff down and that way like i said it just gives you a kind of a i think a starting point to think about 2024 because you can look at where the gaps are like if there was gaps that you didn't kind of hit in 2023 you know where you can kind of put some of your effort 
for 2024 to maybe achieve some of the things that you wanted to achieve with photography. But like always, photography, I think, should be always fun. So enjoy photography. And like I said, I'm really looking forward to 2024 and bringing everyone along with us for that, that, that adventure as well. Until next time, enjoy your photography and we'll talk again real soon. See ya.